Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Ted, it's great to see you today. We are starting a new series and it is called Contact Lens. And it's not about whether you wear contact lenses. I don't know. We could do a poll right now and see if there's anyone wearing contact lenses. I'm wearing contact lenses. But it's not about whether you wear contact lenses or not. This series is all about relationships. It's, um, we've called it Contact Lens because how we see people and what is going on inside us has a huge impact on those that we come in contact with. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about relationships, all sorts of relationships. Uh, and we hope and pray that you will be blessed and that your relationships will be blessed. Luke 11.34 says that your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your whole body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. And when it is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. A healthy eye or a healthy perspective will bring health to our relationships. Luke 6.45 says, A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. An evil person produces evil things from a treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. So what we say flows from what is going on inside us. So if our heart is unhealthy, we will most probably harm those around us, even if we don't want to, even if we don't mean to. And how we see others, how we look at the situations we face and the condition of our heart has a huge impact on our relationships. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where uh, you've said something quite innocently, and you feel like a whole bomb exploded in your face. Like, and you, it's like lighting a barbecue and a flame flying up and, and you being singed by it. Or if you've been speaking to someone and you've had this preconceived idea about them, and someone says to you, oh, I don't see them like that. It's because of our lens, it's because of a preconceived idea and a problem that we might have. And so that's, they're the sorts of things we're looking at in this series today. So this morning I want to look at the power of and the absolute need for forgiveness to flow for our relationships to thrive. C.S. Lewis, a great writer, says this. He said, he said, everyone says forgiveness is a lovely idea until they have something or someone to forgive. Who finds that true? I find that true. The reality of life is that we will all be hurt in some way. Someone will let us down. Someone will say things about you that aren't true. Someone will treat you unfairly. Someone may abuse you. Someone may harm you. Someone will hurt your feelings. Someone won't follow through on what they've said. They will do. They may misread you and misunderstand you. Being hurt is the reality that every person has to learn to navigate, to choose to forgive rather than become bitter because that is the choice. Do I forgive or do I hold on to this and become bitter? You know, bitterness will make us do crazy things. 
and say crazy things. And so every single day we have this opportunity to forgive or to, to not forgive. And Jesus knew this. And in Matthew 6, he says this, Give us today, this is talking about the Lord's Prayer, which he says, Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. Give us today, every day, we come to the Lord and we say, give us today. Today, Lord, I need your provision. Today, Lord, I need your forgiveness. And today, I'm going to need to forgive someone for doing something. Don't be surprised when today you're going to need to forgive someone. I'll need to forgive someone. Someone will need to forgive you. Someone will need to forgive me, maybe many times today. Did you know that you can tell when a person struggles with unforgiveness? Did you know that it shows? It shows in their emotional life what comes out of their mouth. It shows in their spiritual life. It shows in their physical life. Because there are absolute, there, there, absolutely there are links between the mind and the body. We know that. And what we think about manifests sp- uh, physically in our bodies. The Mayo Clinic did this study and, they, and uh, this study found this. Holding a grudge has a negative effect on the cardiovascular and nervous system. One study showed that people who thought about an offence regularly experienced high blood pressure, elevated heart rates, increased mu- muscle tension. But on the other side of the coin, people who forgave had healthier relationships, greater spiritual and psychological well-being, less anxiety, lower blood pressure, fewer symptoms of depression, and a stronger immune system and improved heart health. It's a no-brainer. Forgiveness is good for our mind and for our body and for our spirit. And Jesus, he talks about forgiveness and he goes one step further and he says that Our forgiveness is conditional on us forgiving others. Matthew 6 says this, Jesus is talking. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. Wow. If we refuse to forgive others, we will not receive forgiveness. Let that sink in for a minute. That's pretty big. Do you ever need God to forgive you? I regularly need God to forgive me. And I'm sure you do too. If we need God to forgive us, we need to forgive those who betray us, who wrong us, who harm us, who abandon us, who steal from us, who badmouth us. We all carry debts we cannot pay. Or every single one of us carry debts we can't pay. I'd like to ask you that even right now as you're sitting, wherever you are right now, just to ask the Holy Spirit, are there things that I'm holding on to that I need to let go of? Are there things that I need to forgive? Are there people I need to forgive today? Because I know this, forgiveness holds the key to freedom. It holds the key to healing. It holds the key. It's one of the keys to wholeness in our lives. And we may look at what has happened and and think, well, they don't deserve to be forgiven. And we're probably right. But either do we. 
We don't deserve to be forgiven. None of us deserves to be forgiven and yet God forgives us. His mercies are new every morning. That's what the Bible says. So I have just a few points here this morning about forgiveness. The first one is this. Forgiveness does not mean we forget what happened. Forgive and forget. You've heard that? You've heard that saying? I've heard that saying. That's not true. We forgive, yes. But we don't get amnesia after we forgive. Some things we need to forgive are so vivid and painful. How how do we just wipe out those memories? Do we just pretend that it never happened? Do we just deny the offence? No, no, it did happen. It was painful. It was wrong. It was bad. Forgiveness doesn't minimise what happened. The thing is... Unforgiveness can cause even more pain. It can cause uh, us to be bound. And, and the weight, the weight of us, the weight of it drags us down. And it's too heavy a load to carry. It's too heavy a load to carry in the race of life. It inhibits our growth and, and we can be stuck until we forgive. I remember a, a, a time when I was preaching at, a, at another church and I was preaching I was preaching on a topic that had nothing to do with forgiveness. I was preaching on living beyond ourselves. And uh, at the end of the message, I asked if people would like prayer. And a a young woman came up and she stood on the altar call and a number of people came up and I was praying, I prayed for people. And when I got to this, this young woman, I put my hand on her head And as soon as my hand got near her head, she started screaming these words, I will not forgive them. I will not forgive them. And she screamed it really loud, really loud. And so obviously we took her outside and and helped her. and, And there was this weight on her that she was carrying. And it was heavy. And she was not free. And she got free that night because she chose to forgive the person who had hurt her so badly. It was a very close relationship in her world. And that's what forgiveness does. We don't forget when we forgive. But over time, God, God helps us to remember differently. Instead of the event being a marker in our lives for the pain that it caused, eventually... It becomes a reference for how far we've come, for how much God has done in our life, for, for, how, for the freedom that we've gained. And it's a testimony to him, to his grace, to his glory. It's a good thing. The second thing about forgiveness is that it doesn't take away consequences. You know, the number one reason why people say, I can't forgive them is, is because they want revenge. And they don't want the person to get away with what they did. Is it wrong to seek justice? No, no it's not. But the Bible teaches, it teaches that vengeance is not ours to carry out. It, it, it's God's to carry out. Romans 12 says it like this. It says, dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Now who would you rather do the work, you or God? God God wants us to allow him to be the judge because he is a righteous judge and he judges perfectly and we don't. I remember a time when I was really 
really hurt. Years ago, a person I felt was, uh, well, not I felt, it actually was happening. They, they did some things that were quite unforgivable. And you know, in my heart, I wanted them to be punished. I wanted them to, I didn't want to forgive them. I wanted them to suffer because I was suffering. And I, I remember, praise God for good friends that you can just let it all out and talk to. And, and, but you know, the, I was not the one to judge and to take vengeance over that person because for that precise reason that I wanted them to suffer. I was not the right person to decide what happened to them. God sees justly and he is the one that we can trust to look after us. And if there are consequences that need to happen, he's the one to do it. The third thing is forgiveness doesn't always mean reconciliation. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about making them work. We're talking about having healthy relationships. But some relationships need to be finished. Not, relation, not all relationships are good for us. When we forgive someone, it doesn't automatically mean that the relationship will be rebuilt. What has been broken may not be fixable. It might be, but it might not. For example, abusive relationships. Someone in your world that may never take responsibility. An untrustworthy business partner. You know, there are some situations where where we have to, we don't just forgive them so they're able to keep abusing us. Sometimes we have to set boundaries. Sometimes the relationship has to finish. And the fourth one, the last one is, sometimes we think we've forgiven someone, but we haven't. Has anyone experienced that? I know I have. If we still feel bitterness or when we hear that person's name or, or just can't stop thinking about what happened, we have more work to do. It's hard to forgive, but that's when we don't give up. We keep praying, we keep releasing them, we keep asking God to help us. We don't give up and eventually forgiveness will come. Even this week as I, was, I've been, as I walk and I pray, you know, every day it's like, God, I forgive. Forgive me, I forgive. I choose to forgive. It's what we have to do. That's the way to freedom. I want to encourage every one of us listening today. Let's open our hearts up to forgiveness. We probably won't ever feel like forgiving. I can tell you that right now. You probably won't feel like it. But we can't wait for feelings to come. We forgive anyway because forgiveness is a choice. It's not a feeling. Can I encourage you? Don't, don't put it off. Do it today. Don't let unforgiveness rob you for one more moment because it's, it, it robs. Forgiveness, forgive so that you can move on from what happened. Don't give it any more power in your life. You know, one of the devil's most successful strategies is to get us to focus on things that will keep us bound and it, it, to lie to us, to tell us, no, don't forgive them, they don't deserve it. Forgiveness Unforgiveness will keep us bound and it will keep us in pain. Don't run from it though. Run to it. It is a great friend. Forgiveness is a friend. If we choose to forgive, we will be healed. If we choose to forgive, we will release the power of victory over the thing that the devil wants to keep us bound in. You know, on my journey to freedom, 
there were so many times when the person I was talking to said to me, okay, now I need you to forgive them. And I was like, what? But they were the ones that did something wrong. Yes, but I need you to forgive them. On every journey of freedom, forgiveness must flow. It is a path to freedom every single time. So this is what I encourage you to do as we finish up today. Unforgiveness wounds, forgiveness heals. So open your heart. You can't move forward from, this situ- from a situation, from a relationship, something that's gone wrong in a relationship. You can't move forward until you open your heart. Secondly, extend compassion. You don't actually know their story. I don't know their story. It's not easy to extend compassion, but ask God for his grace. God is the judge. And thirdly, Release them. Release that person from the prison that you have put them in. Because forgiveness will change your life. Father, in Jesus' name, for anyone who's listening today, who is in a relationship that they need to extend forgiveness. Father, I ask you to come alongside them right now. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your power. I thank you for your strength. I thank you for your comfort. I thank you that you move in people's hearts. That you are present to bring healing in relationships today. Thank you, Lord, that you show people if there is work to do, you show them God right now. Thank you, Lord. I pray for your touch and your healing to flow in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.